Hey everyone, uh, welcome to another edition of Co uh, Conversations with Dr. Cowan and Friends. And what we're doing here is exactly what that sounds like. We invite friends of mine, old friends, new friends, friends I haven't met, and we have a conversation about things that I'm interested in and hopefully you're interested in. And I can tell you that the subject that we're talking about today, I don't know very many things I'm more interested in than water. Uh, I seem to have been uh, guided to understanding, thinking about using water in medicine and health, uh, probably more than just about anything. And so I am really honored to have two of my new friends, Kristen and Ken, who are I think it's correct to say the owners and founders of the Ophora Water Company. Is that? That is correct. Yes, yeah, sir. that's correct. So I, I just mentioned that I don't like to do the so-and-so went to this school and that school because that doesn't mean much to me. So I basically like, if you're okay, I'd like to start with a story of how, it's not so much how we met, but what piqued my attention in you folks in particular? Because that's really the story here. So I've been writing a lot about water. I wrote a book on that heart disease, the blood flow is based on the water in, in our uh, vessels. And then uh, with uh, vaccines and autoimmunity, I said basically the reason we get sick is we have this uh, structured water in our cells and it gets poisoned and then we dissolve it with fevers and snot it out with mucus and on and on and on. And so I came out with the four principles of what healthy water is, which were pretty simple. Basically, first, no stuff in the water. And second, uh, then uh, minerals are, are in the water. And then third, the um, water is then moving and therefore structured and oxygenated. And then the fourth is it's sort of finished somehow by exposure to nature or the sounds of nature. So I came up with that as the criteria that I judge water by, because I think that's how water always used to be. So I mentioned this in a call because I had heard about your company. And to my shock, it sounded to me like you were the only people who actually do those four stages. And I said to myself something like, well, I won't repeat that because that's probably a profanity, but like, what the heck? Uh, you mean there's somebody out there who knows how to take pretty much any water and take it through these four steps and then you can actually drink it and use it? And I think that's what Ophora water is. So I don't know if that story makes sense to you, but that was in one of our first conversations. And that was my interest in Ophora water. Does that, yeah. that, that sound fairly accurate? That sounds oh, accurate. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 how we, that's how we met. And of course, we sent you some water to try. And yeah. Love, love the water. and Best tasting water I ever drank. And then we got you in our hyper-oxygenated hot tub and you even love that more. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. But so I, I guess let's start with 
telling me your story of you know how you got into water and how you decide what how to work with water what the principles you're working with is what is good water and let's let's start with that well you know just to give my background uh, uh, I'm not going to talk about college, but uh, when I was a <laughs> when I was a senior at the University of Michigan, uh, I actually filed my first water patent. Uh, I, I've actually been into water uh, as it relates to health and wellness now for almost four years. I almost hate to say, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I filed my first patent. It was for a chlorine-free swimming pool system. It was the best system then, and it still is today. But that's that was my first venture into water. And, um, and, and this may seem like an obvious question, Ken, but why did you not want chlorine in the water? Well, um, in, in, it's a in, 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 inadvertently, uh, chlorine is a poison. It's a gas. It was developed in World War I as chlorine gas. And um, uh, it, it, it gets, keeps getting more perversive. Right now, instead of just chlorine, most of the municipalities are switching to chloramine which is a hybrid chlorine with a mixture of ammonia in it. And um, it's very, very difficult to remove from the water and uh, absorbed through the skin, of course, uh, both from drinking and absorbing it through the skin. And people with swimming pools, yeah, showering. And, and I'm from Michigan, it's hot and humid in the summer, everybody has pools and everybody's always complaining about the chlorine burning their eyes and um, smelling terrible. and parents were concerned with their kids swimming in chlorine and that was so I, I, I set out to find some alternatives to chlorine which I did I found some great a great alternative chlorine and we actually use it still use it today and that's food grade uh, hydrogen peroxide food 35 percent food grade h2o2 and we we actually integrate that into uh, a lot of our water technologies today um, not our drinking water, but um, but certainly our pools and spas. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so where does it where does it go from there? Well, to me, there was romance. <laughs> I, I fell in love with Ken, and Ken was so passionate about water that I fell in love with water. And my background is as a communicator, so we kind of started talking, and when we realized the degradation of our water today and what's really going on because he kept explaining to me and we tried different waters and they didn't taste good and we knew we were tasting toxins but he knew what to do with it so i said you know what we have a reverence for water <laughs> the truth is this is some this is what i would consider a sacred substance because it has the ability to cleanse the body, to nourish it, and to even heal it. And so we, we should be working in water. That's really what happened. Someone's got to help water. It's suffering. I mean, it's a, a living substance to us, very alive in the body, and it's helping our body so much. But it can't, it couldn't work. It can't work in the state it's in now with the microplastics and all the, the lead and the chloramines and the pharmaceuticals. And you could just go on and on and on. Right. And we were horrified. So 
we said, we can do this. We have one more business in the two of us. We had both retired. What, when are you talking about now? Is this 20 years ago? Is it last week? Well, as in the water, as it relates yeah, to health and wellness, all my, all my career, but I actually retired in 10 years ago. Um, so the holy grail for me was always trying to figure out a way to stabilize gas and gases and water. And about ten, about the same time I met Chris and I kind of had cracked that code. We were figuring it and out. I was considering getting back into the water business. I, I, retired, I retired to Santa Barbara. And uh, I don't play golf and I don't play tennis, so retirement wasn't really in my cards. But uh, um, so having figured out how to stay, how to how to uh, stabilize gas and water. Uh, I, Ken, just let me stop you for what do you mean by stabilizing gas and water? Well, I wanted. So one of the things that I've known, I knew for a long time, is that our water is depleted of oxygen. Um, on a good day, if you measure the oxygen content of the water here in Santa Barbara, on a good day, you might have five parts per million. Well, before we showed up on the planet, and after, after we showed up on the planet, I mean, oxygen levels were in the 40, 40, 40 to 50 parts per million. And uh, over, over, the, over the centuries, and particularly after the Industrial Revolution, the oxygen levels continued to, to diminish in water where there's hardly any oxygen in water. And what we know is the two probably biggest nutrients out there are oxygen and water. Or our body's two greatest needs. Our two greatest needs, are for yeah. oxygen and water. So, so how, does, how does oxygen say, how did it used to get in the water? Well, the atmosphere used to have significantly more oxygen. Uh, yeah. In, in the, and so did water. And so did water. But... Um, uh, it, it, the, the oceans had more oxygen. There was just, it was an oxygen rich planet and uh, all, the, all the oceans, the lakes were highly, highly concentrated with oxygen. How about, can I say during the Carboniferous period, you had dragonflies with, because of the oxygen, with two feet wingspan. And ferns were six feet up tall. Yeah, 40 so, feet. They get up to so, 40. I mean, and, 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 and over time, that has continued to diminish. And Science Magazine, just a few years ago, just made the statement that our oceans are down 2%. So yeah. just over the last 10 years. And our atmosphere went from 26 to 20.9 right now at sea level. So. Yeah. Is it correct to say that essentially the in in you say in olden times the oxygen gets dissolved in the water because of the movement of the water yes Definitely. the rivers the streams uh water was always in motion that yeah. water it was living water and, and you know to today not so much uh degraded devitalized yeah. i say it's denatured because this water that where it's available in a plastic bottle is not a natured well, then um, what happened, you know, you know, we know cancer is epidemic today. And um, I, I was trying to figure out why is this happening? And, you know, cancer is a hypoxic disease, just a, like a lot of autoimmune diseases are, are, are hypoxic. So, uh, I, you know, lack of oxygen is causing a lot of, I, I, I personally believe most of the health issues today are from a lack of oxygen. So my feeling was, if I could amp up the oxygen in water the way back the way it used to be, I can significantly help people with their health. Okay. Yeah. And then, so how did you go about 
and, and I obviously don't want any, you know, proprietary secrets here, but just as a general strategy. So you say, okay, we don't have enough oxygen in the water. We know that, that you know, interestingly, the skin and the intestines are made of the same tissue. So what should get absorbed through the skin will probably also get absorbed through the intestinal tract. So you're saying to yourself, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, I know that the oxygen levels are, have been dropped because of pollution, industrialization, and because of the lack of movement of our water. So I'm going to try to fix this. So what do you do next? Well, I would say it's from the lack of health of the water. And, and one, one thing that I, you'll hear me say over and over is water in its purest form will absorb anything it comes in contact with. It's called the universal solvent. Yeah. So what I hypothesized is that in order for me, for, for water to absorb more oxygen, it has to be pure. It has, it has to be nano-pure, just like the way it used to ultra be. Ultra-pure. Yeah. Ultra-pure, nano-pure. And so when I set out, when I filed this patent, we've actually, we have a patent on, on, on water. And, uh, and, and what process, it is, is, is I knew if I could nano purify the water, the water, and then introduce oxygen into the water, the water molecules would draw that oxygen in. Right. That's actually what we were able to do. And um, a lot of this was intuitive. And um, we started testing it. We realized, you know, geez, I mean, we're certified by third party almost 70 parts per million we can produce oxygen that high in water now um so the first step in this was now as i like to say you know if you look at a municipal water supply or or a, even a lot of streams they have stuff in there that you don't want exactly and so, i could, we could go a whole long list as kristen uh, did I mean, so would you say it's, it's almost as simple as if you've got stuff in the water, it can't hold more oxygen. That's, it, it can't absorb. It, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's it so full of stuff, as you Toxicity. would say, that it can't, there's no room to absorb anything else. Got it. Well, we discovered by nano purifying the water, it opens the water back up where it wants to draw the oxygen into it. And that's part of our patent. We have four patents on this system. So let's just to just because you know this the whole point here is to, to like as you know about me I'm all about not using uh, words that people maybe don't understand um, and because you know it's all about so when you say nano purified would you say that's correct that you you just want everything out of there that's not water you know literally. We start out with our, our water, once we're done purifying, it's zero TDS. It's, it's, it's actually, it's called millicue water. It, 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 it's, it's, it's distilled quality water. We take, Point well, we actually, we actually filter it down to 0 0.0001 microns. Got it. It's clean. It's, it's so there's no plastic, there's no birth control pills, there's no you know, hair dyes, there's no nothing. Right. In yeah. fact, we have to, you know, part, part, part of the big, the big T is after you purify water at that level, Tom, of course, is we have to restructure it. Right. We have to, we have to add all the goodness back in because there's no minerals at this point. So we start by adding all the minerals back in and raising the pH. We, we found the sweet spot is 8.0. Um, and then restructuring that water uh, through a 
a lot, a lot of various processes, including vortexing. So let's take this a step at a time. So just, just because this is a, I think a misconception, and again, I would love to be corrected if I'm wrong, but I, I think you would say, or at least certainly I would, you don't want to drink that nano pure water as that. That's not good water. Healthy water. It's, it's, it's what I put, it's, it's dead acidic water. Yeah. Dead and it's acidic. And, and unfortunately, most people have RO underneath their kitchen sinks. And it, while it's pure water, it's void of minerals and it's dead acidic water. Got it. Okay, so now we got this dead acidic water. Now what happens? We have pure dead acidic water. Pure dead acidic <laughs> water. Got it. I, I stand corrected. Pure so, dead acidic water, which nobody should be drinking. Right. So uh, it requires restructuring. And that process is as complex uh, as actually the purification process. Because it's, it's not just a matter of adding minerals back in. We have to revitalize the water. You know, we vortex it over rose quartz. We, 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 we introduce minerals back into it. Uh, we raise the pH. It's, so let's go step. So we got, we got dead acidic but pure water, which is then an open vehicle, as Kristen said, for just about anything, including things you want, including the all-important oxygen. And then what? You put a bunch of potassium in there what, what happens next well we actually so we're using bioceramics out of germany that are uh impregnated with sea with basically sea salt so that uh, you know we're adding magnesium potassium calcium sodium we're adding all the useful good minerals back into the water yeah that's, that's, where, that's where we start and then simultaneously, by adding the minerals in, we're raising the pH back up to what we call the sweet spot, 8.0. And then, and then we, 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 we vortex that water, and then we add oxygen to it. Where, and the oxygen, of course, is drawn into it because it is so pure. Yeah. So it, it's, at that point, it's hyperoxygenated, completely restructured water. And water. And can, you, can you tell us just what you understand, or Kristen, maybe, by this word structure, because a lot of people use structure, they use coherent. Pollock set, says easy water. Uh, I, I've heard a million names. So what, what do you mean by that term? Well, how do we, you know, structured water is liquid crystalline water. Yeah. So for people to understand what goes through to get back to structured water, that's not a simple process. Yeah. See, what the horror for me is that water is because it's the universal solvent, it works on anything it goes through. So if it's in a lead pipe, it's pulling out lead. If it's in a, ma a, ma a plastic bottle, those microplastics are being sucked out, which yeah. is exactly why we will never bottle in plastic. But it, it is dangerous with these chemicals harming us. So the process that it goes through to restructure it is very complex. And part of it, as you say, is proprietary. But in generally, once the water is nano pure, it's happy water, it's clean. It's like you if you haven't had a bath in two months and then you get to cleanse yourself. So all of a sudden, all the, uh, everything that you see being dumped in water, whether it's through our toilets, 
because toilet to tap is becoming pretty or yeah. More more or yeah, very much so. Uh, or whether it's coming from other sources like the rivers and the oceans that now have been toxified, lot losing oxygen, unfortunately, way too rapidly. So all of our pollution, once it's out, the water feels good, it gets its minerals back, it gets to, it doesn't move in straight lines. Water does not like to move, as you know from Schomburg. Yeah, it, it doesn't move in a straight line. So we don't ever move it in straight lines. We, we vortex it, we put it always in curves, never having to go in a way that's unnatural to it. Yeah, if you look at our, if you look at any of our plumbing systems, uh, uh, there's no, there's no 90 degrees. We're, we're using sweep curves and... Uh, we just wanted yeah. to relax. Yeah, so... Um, and, and, and then after that, as you know, what we call, what you mentioned was singing to it, but for us, we're looking at the frequencies and we're bringing water back to its natural frequencies and we're adding the sounds of nature we put it to sleep with crickets <laughs> we, want, we, store, we store our water in, we store uh, in, in a warehouse with with crickets chirping because so. we're asking us to clean us cleanse us nourish us and yeah. detoxify us and it does all those things but only when we do that to it yeah only give it its life-giving properties so what, what we're all about is mimicking nature and uh that's what i found I'm an inventor and I, that's what I've done all my life is just trying to mimic nature. It's all here. It's all, mm -hmm. all we have to look, do is look around. Yeah. And uh, I'm a big fan of Schomburger and, uh, you know, you've read his books. I mean, that, that, he's, he's an uneducated man. But he's probably one of the smartest guys I know because yeah. he lived in nature and he studied water. Mm -hmm. You know, you may be interested in this. Just a, a couple of weeks ago, somebody sent me a, a video. Uh, sorry. Yeah, a video would had audio to it that was uh, crick crickets chirping, but it, they slowed it down about a hundred times. What? It sounded like Gregorian chants. Yeah, it's at the same frequency. It's actually the same frequency. That's, what we, that's why we work with frequency. So our, when we're bottling our water, we're actually running those chants yeah. through, through our water system as we're bottling. And we're using the sophageo frequencies also. Yeah. We're, yeah. This gets a little woo-woo, too woo-woo for woo -woo, some people, Tom, so we don't, yeah. we're talking about this for the first but time. But it's very subtle, because water is a very precious substance. Yeah. No, but, you know, I, I've often said that the idea that there isn't resonance frequencies that affect things is, is so far from not being woo-woo, because then how do you account, not you, but uh, if you put a, a tuning fork next to a piano key, it resonates and you get, you get a sound. The yeah. fact that resonance frequencies exist is simple mathematics and physics, right? There's nothing unusual about that concept. Well, we've, we've proven, uh, and we do a lot of beta testing over here, and we've proven uh, it, it has a major effect on the water. I mean, yeah. even the feel of water, when you're soaking in our hot tub, run frequencies over and it changes the feel of the water, the water's softer. And the taste, because yeah. people always say, wow, your water is so light on the tongue. Oh well, yeah, it's got a lot of oxygen in it. We put very high levels of oxygen to compensate for how much has been depleted from our environment. Uh, okay, so now we got uh, 
purified, no stuff. We put, some, we put the minerals back in, we adjusted the pH, we structure it, which, which creates this living crystal in the water, which then has certain information stored in it. You know, we know that from all kinds of research. Then we uh, sort of finish it by putting these resonant frequencies that are like Gregorian chants and other things that have been used as healing devices for, you know, as long as humans have been thinking about this stuff. And then we put it in glass bottles and that's the drinking water. Is that right? That is, you, uh -huh. you've got uh -huh. the process. And you just mentioned something important because it's a transport system for our body. Yeah. And to regard it that way. That's why the cleaner it is, the more effectively it can transport nutrients and oxygen. And when food is converted by the mitochondria into oxygen, that is all transported through water. So we, I really think that's a remarkable, I mean, it's, we're remarkable. Our bodies and water itself and how we used to work together. Remember, everything was called healing water. People would go to water for healing. They would soak in it. Yeah. Uh, so that's the drinking water. Yeah. That's the drinking water. Now, that's, that's uh, as I learned, and my experience was when we left San Francisco, our first and really only stop in California was Santa Barbara to soak in uh, Ken and Kristen's tub twice a day for three or four days. I don't remember. So what is this tub all about? Well, well uh, first of all, it's a wellness spa, guys. Yeah. So we call, we call <laughs> Men call it tubs. Women say, I'm, uh, may I soak in your wellness spa? Okay. All right. <laughs> wellness spa. Sorry. Oh, so, you know, really the bottom line is the, the water in our hot tubs, the same water in our wellness spot is <laughs> <laughs> the same water that you're drinking it's our drinking water so uh water is purest form i say this over and over will absorb anything you come in contact with so the first thing that happens when you get into our tub when you step into the soaking tub um is and, and, and start soaking is the water is literally because it's so pure it's pulling the toxins right out of your skin i think you can verify how clean you felt when you came out of a 30 minutes soak in our tub. Absolutely. So at the same time, while you're sitting in the tub, um, you're absorbing oxygen. And how we do that um, is we, we literally, we use the same process that we use for bottling water in, in, in terms of uh, hyperoxygenating the tub. It actually has 30 parts per million of stable and bound oxygen. And, and, and we, we convert the big oxygen bubbles into nano bubbles. So, you know, when you were sitting in a tub looking down in the tub, you saw billions and billions of tiny little nanobubbles. Well, yeah. what happens is your body, your skin's your largest organ, of course, and you actually absorb those, those nanobubbles. So what we discovered in, is in one 20-minute soak, your body will absorb all the oxygen it can hold. It'll last in your body for up to 14 hours. And um, I think you, you could verify how energized you feel you felt after you soaked, how clean and energized you felt after soaking in our tub. Absolutely. It's a really kind of an amazing experience uh, because you, absolutely you feel clean and sort of happy, I would say, you know, like, yeah. good. And maybe that's because there's more nutrients in your tissues and maybe even in your heart and brain. 
let me flesh this out a little bit. So um, some people might say, well, how do you know that oxygen or anything gets absorbed through the skin? Now, I of course realize that's a ridiculous question because medical people use stuff to get absorbed through the skin all the time. I mean, we put estrogen and we put testosterone creams and we put drugs and we put all kinds of things. So the idea that it, something doesn't get absorbed in the skin is actually, let's just say crazy. But so what, what can you say about how you've verified or know that the oxygen will get absorbed in, through the skin? might come up with that question. So we went back into our research because we had to prove to ourselves that how far it was getting in, that it was intracellular and not just intercellular water. We had to prove all this. So we did it two ways. One through a Medicap, which is a German system. It's transcutaneous. And we used that system to test our water. We had a person drinking and soaking. Yeah. Um, what we were surprised with is in 10 seconds, it proved that the water had already been picked up in the blood. We were already showing it on, our, on this Medicap scale. And then after we noticed, when we tested it after three hours, this person still had 30% more oxygen in their blood. It, through the cells and tissues, we were able to measure. The so in other words, you were able to saturate their, uh, their receptors with oxygen within a half an hour soak. Yes, yeah. Unlike like hyperbaric, which goes through air, which I would contend is maybe a little bit helpful, but not really the right way because it shouldn't go through air. It should go through water. Right. The, because it goes through water, you get a saturation level lasting up to 14 hours. Is that? But what we discovered, because I've, I've experienced hyperbaric, I don't know if you have, Tom, but Chris and I both have, and what we discovered is you can absorb more oxygen in a 30-minute soak in our, in our hyperoxygenated hot tub than you can with two hours in a hyperbaric chamber. Uh, it's pretty, pretty profound. Plus, it's enjoyable to soak in water. Yeah, it's and not, warm water. It's not that fun sitting enjoyable. in a hyperbaric chamber. No, I was glad I would lose my it's, mind. Especially if you're, a couple if you're of hours. claustrophobic. Like yeah. It was a bad experience. <laughs> but interesting thing, I just I told you, I had a total knee replacement two weeks ago, and I'm, late, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in the recovery room, and they have the big screen uh, with all my vitals, and my oxygen was 100%. Right. Kind of screen. So the doctors are coming by and they're going, what, something's wrong with this machine. Something's wrong here. <laughs> so I tried to explain and they, they just couldn't quite absorb what I was trying to explain to them. But uh, so my, you know, I'm, a, I'm, 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 I just turned 70 and my oxygen levels consistently are, are when I measure them, I measure them almost every day. I run between 99 and 100% saturation. That's pretty profound for somebody my age to have. And you're oxygen. talking about like a pulse oximeter reading. Uh, that's what I'm using, yes. And Kristen's in the high 98. She runs 98. I run 98. And I'm 70s also. So, you know, so we measure people's oxygen all day long here. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but um, all I can say is I'm in, I don't get sick. So all I can attribute that to is my high oxygen levels. I mean, uh, I'm not worried about this virus. I never have been worried about it. Uh, I, I kind of think I'm bulletproof because of my oxygen levels, but. Uh, well, we and so, so what's happening in this tub is 
it sounds like a combination of two things. One, just, just through a sort of osmotic gradient, you're pulling out toxins from your tissues because there's so few chloramines and there's so little fluoride, I mean, there's none, in yeah. the water that it basically attracts and pulls all that out. At the same time, you're uploading pure oxygen. At the same time, you're uploading pure oxygen. Breathing 300% that's gassing off so, when so, you're in so yeah, our, we, we discovered our tubs are 400% saturated with oxygen. So what does that mean? It means when you're sitting in the tub, 300% is gassing off. Right. I'm usually sitting right up to my nose and, and, and I'm, I'm up to water here. So I'm not only am I absorbing oxygen, I'm also breathing 98% pure And then he's oxygen. diving in the water. Yeah, I actually put on masks and snorkels and yeah. stayed under so. for 30 minutes. It, the, the interesting thing, Tom, is what we discovered is our drinking water, we know how powerful it is, but what we've discovered that surprised me is our soaking water is actually more powerful than our drinking water. Got you it. have one of the two, I'd say so, but when you combine the two, I mean, that's why we, we're running with such high oxygen levels all the time. Yeah. Okay, so, the, so I think where we get to now is we've got this uh, purified water, then we get minerals in it, we structure it, we balance the pH because it's moving in this vortex pattern, which is the sort of pattern that accepts the oxygen. And because you've created this, this technique for stabilizing oxygen in water and even hot water or warm water. So now we have this twofold, you know, detoxification mechanism and a oxygen delivery device and it's going through the the orally through the drinking water which also as i i think i've told you i think it affects the uh the flora in your gut because yes. if you drink uh, oxygenated water you create healthy aerobic bacteria in your gut yeah. and that does a lot of good things and then you're absorbing water through your uh, sorry oxygen through your skin which is one of the best delivery mechanisms for any medicine or any drug. And then you're breathing in this highly oxygenated air and then you're good. Well, you have increased energy, you have superior hydration. There are so many benefits. Your mental clarity is really clear. I mean, when you come out of the tub and when you drink this water constantly, I just, my memory is so much better. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing. It has so many effects, and we don't even know them all. But we know about athletic recovery time, and we know because there have been enough studies on the immune system to show how beneficial oxygen is to increasing the power of the immune system. So this is sort of your home ozone, your home hyperbaric oxygen, just in a, in a actually more efficient way. Well, yeah. we, you know, we have, uh, we, have a, we have a soaking vessel here at our, our lab, but um, if, if I had, we don't have one at home yet, uh, but if I had one at home, I'd be soaking twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. Um, and I, I think the day you turn 50, you should be soaking twice a day in these tubs because it's a game changer for health. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, okay, I think we got that now. So here you are at home, and obviously not everybody's going to have one of these soaking tubs. And what's the plan here? Do you have a business plan? Do you have a 
a strategy for how are we going to get everybody to have access to this? Yeah, and that's, you know, unfortunately, these systems are expensive. Um, they're, they're, they're custom manufactured. Uh, we're, we're trying to ramp up our manufacturing so we can bring the cost down. Um, but simultaneously, what we would like to do is set up soaking facilities where people can actually rent these, rent these hyperoxygenated hot tub systems in, in a private room. And, um, and soak for and, only half hour, which is really yeah, all and, you need. Uh, because, you know, I think I've told you, we have people breaking in this tub out here. So uh, <laughs> yes. and, 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 and it's yeah. mostly cancer patients or people with, with, with autoimmune issues or diseases that, that are wanting to do this. But um, and have, you uh, heard, have you seen any stories of people that you've worked with with the water or drinking it or this tub or both? Any stories of people that you want to share? Yeah, well, diabetics have said this is better than any medication I've ever taken. I have more effect on my diabetes from this than well, all my yeah, medications. Di di yeah, diabetics, you know, are having trouble with, you know, you would know more about this than I, but, um, you know, with circulation and getting oxygen in their lower extremities. And uh, so it's, it's very, very powerful uh, for that. The, the other key thing that we found out by mistake is everybody, everybody that's been drinking this water I drink a gallon of a day, uh, but you, you lose weight. Uh, and, and what we discovered is it, it, it actually amps up your mitochondria and um, um, it increases your metabolism naturally. Uh, so, which is a, kind of just an added plus. What do you call our what? Something Red Bull? Well, well, I call it organic Red Bull. It gets uh, <laughs> Because of what the effect it has it, uh, on people's it, energy. It, it, would you say the mechanism of that is a mitochondria, although I think you've heard me say, I don't actually think the mitochondria create energy. They create something called ATP, which actually structures the water in our tissues. But, yeah. but what's really happening, whether, you know, that's a little bit splitting hairs, but, but what, we, what we do know is that without ATP, you don't have any energy. Well, you have to convert. Whether it's a direct effect. And ATP is created by an oxygen conversion reaction, essentially. So right. if you're running around with a 92, 91% oxygen saturation, which I think a lot of older Americans are, you will have, by definition, a very slow metabolism. That's and then you eat the same amount of food, and I've heard this a million times, Doc, I eat the same amount of food and I'm 30 pounds fatter. It must be getting old, or I must be, I don't know what. Or yeah. it's genetic. Yeah. It's genetic. It's yeah. nothing genetic about it. It's you're, you're starving, and you're starving for oxygen, which then slows down your metabolism, and you're at the same time fat and tired. Right? And that's what, you're absolutely right. It just speeds up your metabolism. Yeah. You're, a hallmark of all disease is decreased levels of oxygen. So imagine you add them and you're healthier. Yeah, we, we really feel like we found the holy grail here. I mean, between soaking and drinking, it's, it's pretty profound. I mean, Got it. it's exciting. All right. So for people at home, what, what, what should they be thinking of? They, somebody hears this, you know, and they think, oh my God, what do I do next? Well, I think we need to get these spas. They're all designed. They have 12 wellness spas in each one. 
we have to get people interested in bringing them to their towns because they're much less expensive. You could soak for what? Well, it'd be less than, less than a massage. So that, yeah, it'd be like forty dollars a yeah. soak or fifty dollars a soak. So and people who needed it could do it more frequently, and other people could just do it for the pure pleasure of being oxygenated and feeling what that's like. So our so our our our, our game plan is to build spas, spas around the country where people can um, buy packages and and soak on a regular basis. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you can go online and order our water. I, I believe people should be drinking hyperoxygenated water. And our water is so hyperoxygenated, you can actually, you can buy a half a gallon of it and turn it into a gallon. I mean, you can take, uh, I, you know, when I'm on the road traveling, um, um, I like Mountain and, and I, don't, I don't have access to my water. I like Mountain Valley water. That's my go-to water when I'm out traveling. Uh, and that's a, good, that's a good water to mix with our water to yeah, get. Yeah, we ship it and then mix it half and half. So people can stretch it out a little, little mm -hmm. more. So, you know, water we bottling glass, which is a good thing, but, uh, you know, we ship half, four and a half gallons of water. It's pretty expensive to ship yeah. to Maine or anywhere else. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, it, you, it's also, so one thing, so if somebody's hearing this and says, well, I don't have the money for a hot tub, can they, can they form a group of people and and I don't know how to do. I would, if you have cancer, it would be amazing to just be able to have access to the spa in your town. Yeah. So, so they can get the town, they can get a group of 30 people, and they can call up Ken and Kristen and say, here's our story, and you can try to help them out. Is that right? Definitely. So oh, we, we our, our goal is to get these built and share this technology. And also, we're taking the price of our water down as we package it differently. Uh, yeah, we want to get the cost down. It's just a matter of mass processing. We've been doing a lot of things by hand. Yeah, and all our money's gone into yeah. research and development right now. So we haven't yeah. had money to spread. And then as far as the drinking water, uh, you, you have more sort of uh, systems that you can install in people's houses that, that don't get the same level of oxygenation, but, but so close or at least somewhere. One of our best-selling uh, systems. So, so just so you, just so everybody here understands. So, we not only sell the water and have soaking tubs, but uh, we also you, you. So you can buy our water, or you can buy the systems that make the water. That's right. we're, we're in the manufacturing business. So we have a, our best-selling unit is actually called a bioquantum water station, and that'll give you the nano pure water we've been talking about. It'll give you the restructured water. And it'll also give you water uh, at 10 parts per million of stable and bound oxygen. It's not as high as what we're bottling at, but still 10 parts per million of oxygens, nothing to sneeze at. That's more than you'd find mm -hmm. in a fast moving river stream in the high Himalayas. So yeah. 10 parts per million is good. So, uh, so you can purchase, that's our best selling system. We ship them all over. And, the and they go in offices and they go in homes. Yeah. People put them right in their kitchens. They have a kitchen we, we, we have one in our kitchen. So, yeah. uh, so it's great. Basically, that's a system you just hook up to whatever water line, whether it's a well or anything. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's plug and play. You li literally have a, a water line, incoming water line. You have a drain line and you plug it in. It's ready to go. So right. it's simple hook up. We ship them all over the world. and. It'll give you nano pure restructured oxygenated water. Which, so, as you mentioned, wells, that's very healthy for a person with a well because nano purity is what you're looking for. 
the, yeah. you know, a lot of the wells we test are we, particularly here, are very convenient. Yeah, we actually find, find most wells are more polluted than the municipal water, but uh, not, not in all cases. So there is a lot left there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean. All right. I think we got it. Is there anything, uh, you got a now chance to tell a bunch of people any sort of message about water or what you're doing or anything you want? Is uh, both, either of you have a message for our friends? I'm sure Kristen does. Well, I do because the soaking is restorative and it's a bio-oxidative therapy. It's, and I consider it a lot more pleasurable certainly than hyperbaric, although the comp there's comparisons between the two because you're yeah. taking oxygen. It's just uh, in our testing, it lasts longer when yeah. you're because of probably the method of delivery through the yeah. skin. So, through water is always the best. Yes. So medicine, through water, it's the best. That, yeah. that is the one. And then I would like to say that it really helps with detoxification. Our water does too, but there's nothing like soaking in a spa. We only recommend, and really when we start building these spas, it'll be 30 minute soaks because you have to build up. People, I have seen people detox very quickly, just trying to soak for an hour or an hour and a half, first time in the spa. Yeah, you can't, you can't same you with can. the drinking water. Mo mostly, most people can drink this water right out of the bottle as much as they want without any issues. But if you're unhealthy uh, or if you need a good detox, this will, you'll detox. You'll start detoxing. You know, the water will tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the water will pull it out of you. Yeah. It'll tell you. Our, 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 you know, our water is living water. So, uh, uh, and, and in spa water, people who go in with eczema and psoriasis, it's remarkable. Well, it's particularly powerful on skin issues, skin obviously. Issues. I mean, yeah. wounds. The way yeah. how quickly yeah. it heals wounds. I think I've told you, Tom. I've been in this. I've been in our tub out here bleeding. Closes right. Told me some other things about your tub, which I will not repeat on. on oh, <laughs> well, no, there are other. You don't say. Appreciate but, that. Yeah. All was, right, you guys. I really appreciate this. This is great, and I'm sure you'll get a lot of questions. So, where do people go to get in contact with you? Well, they can visit our, our, our website for sure at oforawater.com. Oforawater.com. O P H O R A. That's probably the best way to reach us. Uh, yeah. Ask us any questions. Um, oxygen, pH, oxygen, rock. What are the gods? And if anybody, <laughs> any group wants to work on the spa, they form the group and they say, give us a hand here. I don't know why more people are doing it, Tom, but maybe that. they will now. Yeah, now that they know so, they can. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people who know about this now. <laughs> so exciting. Okay. That's yeah. wonderful. All right, guys. Oh, Thank you. Great, great talking with you. You too. Thank you. You guys keep, keep care, take care and keep out of the smoke if there still is any. We, we will. All right. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye.